Um, it's, I, I feel like God is saying, um, why, why do you do life like you don't have a God? Why are you doing life as if you do not have a God? It's a question and it's an indictment at the same time. Why are you doing life like you do not have a God? Praise God. Um, For the next couple of weeks, throughout this month, um, we are going to be touching on the word worship and warfare. Um, I mean, we don't have that much time, so you might as well remain standing. Amen. So I'll just share a bit, and then we'll pray, and then we'll worship some more. Hallelujah. The fact that you are born again means that you have entered into a covenant. Wow. When a hunter enters into covenant with a farmer, the terms typically indicate that the farmer will supply farming products, farm products. And the hunter will supply game. In other words, the hunter will go into the forest and bring back game. The covenant becomes foolish when the farmer picks up his bows and his arrows and goes into the forest. Because what he has effectively said is that this covenant and your part in the covenant as a hunter, you are useless to me. So that when you gave your life to Christ and you entered into a covenant with God, you are supposed to let God do the God things in your life. Did you catch that? (laughs) You have no business battling and struggling and hustling like the person that does not have God. The only reason you will do that is if you do not understand what you have even stepped into. When you do not understand your new creature realities, then you begin to flail about like one that has no God. David understood this And that is why he never lost a battle. Because he understood that when I am standing and representing God on this earth, it is God's position, it is God's duty as part of this covenant to take care of me. So whatever he faced, 
he faced it with a mindset of one who was going with God, having gone already ahead of him. David was a worshiper. Most of the Psalms we, we, we talk about and we read and we recite were written by him. But the Bible also recalls that he was a man of war. But he understood his place in the war or in the battle so that he gave God his space for God to do what he needed to do. Praise God. Worship comes from a place of experience or experiential knowledge. But then again, you can latch on to somebody else's experience if you choose to have faith in that experience. I don't know if I'm making sense. So if I come and I tell you that God delivered me from so and so, you might not have experienced deliverance before, but you can latch on to my testimony, believe that it was God that delivered me, and get a similar result. You don't have to experience everything before you experience God. Your experience and your, your output, your final result can be based entirely off one man's testimony. That is how good God is. All you need to do is to have faith in the God behind the testimony. And you can get your own testimony. You don't have to struggle and do the same exact things that those people went through. But you can latch on and get better results than they did. But if you do not know about it, then you can't, which, which God? If you do not understand that God is a healer, either based on your study of the word or from somebody's testimony, how can you stand and receive healing and not be like other men that will run first to the doctors? I said a while back that you need to do a study of Abraham and the covenant that God caught with Abraham because that is where everything is. If you do not have an understanding of it, then you are an ordinary man. Then you have access to all of this, but you will see no results. Praise God. I can't take so much time talking about there, there are people right now that are living off my testimony and getting better results, I dare say. You must not wait till you get to your sick bed and then call on the God that heals before you have your testimony. You can literally stand on the testimonies of somebody else that was sick or that has been enjoying divine health and walk in the same truth. Praise God. So worship is when you are able to say that God is this. Not necessarily God has done this. Do you understand? So I can say that God is a healer because he has healed me. But primarily, God is a healer. 
title. In other words, worship is you elevating God for who he is. In other words, he might not have done anything for you yet. But you can hold on to him as God, my supplier. And receive supply. So that's a trick. That's, that's, you, some people need to handle it first before they name him. You can name him. And then handle. That is worship. Worship is you being able to... Um, so, we have a lot of people. I mean, everybody is going through stuff. Amen. You can go to God and take your problems. Now, the first thing a lot of people do, so you have a bombardment of issues. They come at you. And you feel that if you do not attack it immediately, then it will get worse. But you have done yourself a great disservice because you do not know that you can literally carry everything Put it to one side. Go to God. Magnify God above the problem. And then see God move. The Bible records in 2 Chronicles um, 20, story of Jehoshaphat. It says that three kings came and they were coming to destroy Judah. This was the, I, I believe, the eve of battle like probably a day before, if I'm not mistaken, <laughs> you would think that they will be spending their time sharpening their swords, which is what a lot of us will do. Immediately you hear that news, you enter survival mode. It becomes, what do they call it? Fight or flight. You let your base instincts take over. Do you think that Jehoshaphat could not have spent that time Let's go and practice. Let's go and, 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 and start sharpening our swords and making more bows and arrows and all of the things that we need to do because now this is three kings against a fragment of Israel. Israel was 12 tribes. Ten had gone. This was two that made up Judah. Abi? So a fragment of what used to be a mighty nation Three kingdoms came together and said, we are going to destroy you. What did Jehoshaphat do? He went to God. The whole of Judah came together. Maybe we can quickly read it. Let's start from verse 6. Verse 6. And he started, he said, O Lord God of our fathers, are you not God in heaven? And did you, do you not rule? Can we have NKJV so it will be easier to read? NKJV. Alright, he says, are you not God in heaven and do you not rule over all the kingdoms of the nations? And in your hand is there not power and might so that there is none able to withstand you? All of these things he was saying, he had not experienced. This was virtually hearsay. But he could plug into somebody else's testimony. Let's go on and you'll see what I'm saying. Are you not our God who drove out in the inhabitants of this land before your people Israel? He was not there. And gave it to the descendants of Abraham, your friend forever. Next. And they dwell in it and they have built a sanctuary in it for your name, saying, next verse, 
if disaster comes on us, sword, judgment, pestilence, or famine, there are people here that are even experiencing all four right now. He says, we'll stand before this temple and in your presence, for your name is in this temple, and cry out to you in our affliction, and you will hear and you will save. Jehoshaphat was a young king. He had not seen any of these things firsthand. But that is the power of passing down the stories and the testimonies. The Bible says that we overcame what? By the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. I am not helping you if I keep my testimony to myself. You have not helped me if you've kept your testimony and you've kept quiet about it. Because I can take this and now go to God and say, are you not all of this? Don't forget, the armies did not wait. And like, okay, we'll wait for you to finish praying. They were marching on them. But your success in warfare is based on your ability to look away from the problem and turn to God. Doesn't mean that your deadline to pay your rent is not looming. For every second you wait, the deadline is getting closer. Abby? For you turn your face. It is a de- worship is a deliberate act. It does not fall on you. You will decide to look away from the pressing needs and the urgent challenges and every other thing, and you will choose to magnify God. And then when he said all of this. And then after he had elevated and magnified God, what this thing does, in case you are not aware, God cannot change. He is all this and more. And he is aware. It changes you and your perception of the problem. When you are able to look at God and and look at that situation and, and, and you go to worship and you're like, but God, you came through for me last year. I needed money to sort out this project and you came through. In other words, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and forget not his benefits. So you're able to go back into your archives and bring God from your past and from the stories that you have heard and place God in front of the situation. And see God bigger than the situation. Because there is nothing that has happened to you that has not happened to any man. And there are people that have overcome it. When you can latch onto it and have faith in the God that came through for them. It will not be a hard thing for you to say, God, these are the problems, but you are bigger than it. That is worship. Ask Paul and Silas. They were in prison. There was no obvious way out. And that's the thing. When you can cry your way into your situation, or let me say you can wallow in the reality of your situation, or you can praise. There was no obvious way out. They were praising God, not because they knew that God would spring them out of prison. I hope you are aware. It had had become so much of a lifestyle that they could look away from their problems yet again and elevate God. 
That is worship. Where you do not know how, what the outcome will look like. Now, if you see the instruction God gave them, it, it is not a hard thing for God to now come down, see people magnifying him, and God will come down. Why would God not say that, you know what, you have done enough. This battle is not yours. Sit back and see my mighty hand. This battle is the Lord's. And beyond that, I don't think there was even any other instruction, but Jehoshaphat had enough wisdom, enough understanding of this principle that he put Judah and he put um, the Levites in front, the praisers. You are going to war and you put the choir in front of you. Because he knew that when God spoke, it had been settled. That is real faith. So I don't know what you are going through. But we have a few minutes. You will be very wise to magnify God above your problems. And to take it away from here and continue magnifying God above your challenges. There is no small testimony. So what you are going to do, we are praying, but you are deliberately reminding yourself. You are going to look back. If you can't find anything, you look sideways. Did you catch that? If you can't look back, you will look sideways. You will look at me. You will look at Pastor Jethro. You will look at Pastor K. You will look at Pastor M. Are you, are you, are you standing in faith for a child? have a believable reference. God has answered so many people who stood in faith. So if you can't see into your history, you can look at somebody else's and tap into it. So with the few minutes we have, you will rise to your feet and you'll begin to extol God. Lift him high above your problems, high above your challenges high above anything you think you are going through right now. Lord, I thank you because you have shown up time and time and time again. Razo provosieta ragasatalabosis you have heard somebody's testimony it looks like the future that you want tap into it the same God is rich unto all look around you if you can see it in your own life it will work for you Reco soto predisiete e candele brosa tale bros reco sopia di sia talabosa reke teli brosa sia talabregnes le bradosia sacatala brosis. Are you not the same God that saved me? Are you not the same God that delivered me? Are you not the same God that healed me? Are you not the same God that supplied my needs? Are you not the same God? Are you not the same God? 
e catoso procotalies de prosoto labriados e catalibrados membrosoto librados perrecatala basata reposoto coprobos e palabasete lebros barreque de 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 you are God and I have seen you make a way in the wilderness. I have seen you fill valleys that were dry. I have seen you deliver more than was needed at the time. I have seen you restore. I have seen men that were despised by their families now being the chief cornerstone in those families. I have seen you elevate men. You are big, you are huge. You are the highest. You are the greatest. Peroso Tolobos. Reco Tolobos. Regadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadadad
as long as I can find a reference, I can receive every single thing that you have promised for me in the name of Jesus. Regalos, 